0: We're pitted against one another to choose a side, right? We're being forced to pick mm, yeah, a side, yeah. And what side you pick is going to tell me a lot about you <laughs> as a person, right? So there lies the challenge. Don't point that finger at me. <laughs> right? Welcome back to
1: In Session with Jared and Clay. I'm Dr. Jared Cox. Thank you for joining us today. Today we are talking about the name Redskin and the controversy surrounding. That name, which for me is a stretch. Growing up in Oklahoma, which means red people, I've never taken offense to the name Redskin. It quite frankly was just neutral. In fact, until I was 10, I lived in a small town named Okmulgee, which served as the capital for the Creek Nation, one of the five civilized tribes. And the Creek Council House in Okmulgee was the centerpiece of the downtown square. My parents were very active in the community when we lived there. So, as a child, I was inside the council house many, many times. And I remember paintings on the walls that depicted a rugged and hard earned life for the Creek people. And I remember the second floor courtroom, which sent a clear message of respect for the Native American people. I say that because my experience as I grew up, was one that had a lot of respect for the Native American people. And it was one where the world did a pretty good job of blending Native American culture and white culture. But that was through the eyes of a child, right? Maybe it wasn't quite how it seemed to me. I didn't grow up on the reservation. I wasn't having to fight to preserve my heritage. I wasn't having to face injustice against me. But the name Redskin and its association with injustice and racism is clearly in the news today. So let's talk about it. At the time of this recording, the name change for the Redskins NFL team has not yet been completed, but it's going to happen. No doubt about it. But what I'm not sure of is whether or not the name change will do any good today clay and i will be joined again by dr greg harris and chaplain jason darden and i want to start with that question will it do any good to change the name i'm ready to hear what the guys are going to say it should make for a great show today are you ready let's go Okay, fellas, so all of us are aware of the conversations that have been happening lately about names, and in particular this week, the controversy, the conversation around the NFL team, the Washington Redskins. And we know that the name change is going to happen. It's a done deal. By the time our listeners listen to this episode, it will probably already have occurred. And so I would just like to move the conversation forward today. And I would like us to think about what's next. Will this name change do any
2: good? It, it, my initial thought I like the I'm going to say this. I like the the gesture. That's not a name that that I, I would want to be referred to as, as as a Native American, and so it needs to be changed. but I think people need to know why. I think we also need to understand. I think we need to apologize. I think we also need to work on going forward together.
1: We need to apologize. I would say
2: apologize.
1: Apologized out, man. We've got a lot of apologies we, happening. We've got here a here lot too, of lately. apologies <laughs> happening.
2: And, 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 you know, you know, Jared, I don't think the apologies are, I think the apologies really in some ways can be around the board for a lot of people. I don't think it, it refers to just one race apologizing and, and over and over and over again. I think there's a lot of races that need to apologize. You know, there's a lot of black fans that, were, that are redskin fans that have been rooting for the Redskins and saying Redskins forever. Doug Williams. There you have it. And we're talking about a lot of things right now that people are saying things are happening too late. And I, I can also understand that. But they're happening. And that's a good thing. I'm not a big fan of uh, the people saying things are happening too late. I, you know, would I like a lot of things to have happened sooner? Absolutely. Would I like to not be dealing with what we're dealing with in this country right now? Absolutely. But what's happening, it is happening. And I think it is for a purpose. And I think it has given us the opportunity to facilitate some change that needs to happen in this world. So I like the name change, but that's a name change alone is not going to do it. There well, needs to be work that needs to be done.
1: Well, speaking of apologies, I'm probably going to have to owe someone one here for, if I don't ask the Native American in the group what he thinks about that. <laughs> That's right why team. I wanted him to go first. Hey, Clay, it's all right, <laughs> talk to us.
3: Well, I, uh, you know, I kind of want I wanted to wait as well just to see because it, you know, my my response might surprise you a little, but I I really like what Greg said and I, I'm in agreement with him, but uh, it's a it's a pretty complex question, if you think about it. If you're asking it, will it do, you know, any good, or will it really make a change? And, uh, you know, I, I hope so. I, I hope that it would, but I have to open it up and look at a couple of other factors that that are going on here. And I'll preface all of that by saying, yes, I agree that it's probably, in terms of all of the mascot names that there have been and possibly could be, it probably would be considered the most offensive. But at the same time, I, I'm, with you guys and growing up, too, I'm, I can honestly tell you that I never thought much about it. No one ever said much about it. And that's okay. I mean, as the evolution of our times move forward and, and ask us to adjust and change, that's what we, we should do. So I'm happy that the name... Was changed, but it disturbs me a little bit in the fact that the process by which the name was changed makes me think that nothing really will change, if that makes sense to you. And what I mean by that is that it took leverage from corporate sponsors. You know, they had to uh, apply that kind of pressure on the organization. And basically, the reason the name was changed is because of the love of money. Uh, it would be a different scenario had the organization initiated and came forward with uh, the idea and the statement that, you know, we've we've had this thing a long time, but times are changing. And we want to change the name as a symbol, you know, where we are and where our nation is heading and all of that. They initiated that kind of from you know the get-go coming from inside the organization. I, I think that would be a real statement. But as we all know, what actually happened is their sponsors said, we're pulling a bunch of money if you don't change it. And they said, well, okay.
1: Yeah, 87 investment and, firms. 87 mm. investment firms and shareholders worth $620 B. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They asked FedEx, Nike, and Pepsi to pull their sponsorship of the Washington Redskins. So money talks.
3: Yeah. Yeah, and so when, when that when that kind of pressure is put on you and you make a move, you know, it's really about money. And so that's where I come down on the side of it. When you say, is it really going to make a change? And I would say, as, as long as it's, these things are happening, you know, because of money, I'm kind of doubtful. But at the same time, I think the symbolism can't be thrown out the window, and I'm grateful for the change. It's just a... Um, kind of a complex deal. I mean, that's that's where I am with it
0: right now. So what, what do we all think? Jason? Yeah, I think to simply answer the question, will it make a difference? Yes. But I think taking a, a, a 20,000 foot view of this whole thing, I think there's a bunch of different groups of people that we have to think about, right? So there are people I would say in particular Native Americans who have always probably had a problem with that, right? Just ever since the team was formed, they've always had a problem with it. There's that group of people. There's another group of people that have grown up not really understanding the symbolism. So it it really wasn't a thing. That's just a football team. Like I don't really, Mm -hmm. and the Indian looks kind of cool on the, I mean, that's, (laughs) but I'm serious. Big and and bad. Yeah, Yeah. he looks tough. So I like that. So we don't understand. I I grew up probably in that genre. I didn't understand, right? And then you have another generation of people and they may even be younger people now who are starting to understand the meaning behind all of that. And we call that term woke. They're woke now, right? During the season of racial unrest, they are woke Mm -hmm. to what these images actually mean,
1: right? I've been seeing that word out there a little bit. Yeah, they're (laughs) woke, right? Yeah.
0: So, And then there's another group of people who honestly don't, you know, they don't care. Keep it, you know, they, they may be racist, right? So you have all these different groups of people and you have to think about changing this name, who does this appease? Who who are we speaking to, right? So that's why I said yes, it can make a difference. It will make a difference to certain pockets of people. But then there's another pocket that like I took pride and I wore my shirt and it said red and I was happy about it. So it's not, you know, so it's it's multifaceted, multi-layered, and it's a very contentious issue. All the way around, and we're pitted against one another to choose a side, right? And we have talked about that a little bit too, right? Like we're being forced to mm, pick yeah, a side, yeah. And what side you pick is going to tell me a lot about you as a person, right? So <laughs> don't lies point the that finger at me. <laughs> <Therein> <laughs> lies the <challenge>, right? <laughs>
3: hey,
1: these guys came in fired up today, Clay. I don't, I don't know. I know your your phone it yeah. in from the pool down there, but whenever they got here today. You know, I had told them before they come and said, hey, we're going to talk about Redskins today. And they come in here and they're both just on fire. And I'm, <laughs> They said, this is well, going to be a good, good, good show <laughs> today. So, uh, Well,
3: it's really, uh, it really does provide us an opportunity to talk about what we're talking about, kind of almost from the sideline, from a different perspective. And I think that's a, you know, that's a real positive thing. I hope it does start. It's certainly a start, regardless of the motive, you know. But Jason, to talk about what you talk about, which I do think is a very important thing to talk about, is that when we feel like we're being forced into an either-or position, that's dangerous. I mean, how can we talk about changing the name of the Washington Redskins and not not being forced into that either-or? I'm, I'm not sure I've got the answer to that. It's a part of it, but that's why I try to start bringing some of the ideas of the complexity of this, you know, it's a, you know, it's it's a, it's a change, but will it make a change? Is it really a change in process? It is definitely a change in the symptom of what we're talking about, but is it going to touch, you know, the process of, of racism and, and unity?
2: And coach, you know, that when, you know, you and I are both therapists, when someone's forced into going to therapy, that do they really want to work on what uh-huh. they're being forced, you know, into therapy to work on, you know? Therefore, creating that we talked about that second order change and and allowing second order change to happen, you know, when mm-hmm. with 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 us, like you said, when you're being forced to one side or the other or forced to make a change, will it mm-hmm. truly? Turn into true change, yeah. Besides just the name, that's yeah. that's going to be interesting. You know, I'm I'm curious about yeah, what good. name they're going to come up with. <laughs> you, you know,
3: yeah, yeah, and 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 will will that, you know, offend someone, and then everybody stay at the level of offense, you know, and instead of getting down, you know, into the um, you know the process or the or right. the second order change like we've kind of talked about. You're right. I mean, it has this action of changing the name actually polarized people more? You know, it's an attempted solution with very good intentions, you know, to bring unity, but if our if our attempted solutions are actually polarizing people more, we must take a look at the process. So so I don't know, what do what do you guys think? Is it we have everybody you're talking to uh, you know, coming down on one side or the other?
0: Yeah, it, it it definitely seems like it. You know, uh, I'm going to put it this way. I always like to side on the side of justice, if that makes sense. Right. That's my stance. Uh-huh. Justice is the stance. Right. So so right. what I see, we talked about this a little bit before, but I think what I see right now is that there are probably two groups that really have a disagreement with each other. You know, maybe it's in, I'll just be frank, maybe it's the Native American population that has always had a problem with that, and then the rich elites who have used that to profit. That seems like the two opposing forces, right? And in my opinion, Uh those two opposing forces need to battle amongst themselves, right? And, And some people need to be quiet and stay out of other people's business in their fight, unless we see one side beating up the other side really bad and it's an unfair fight. Then we have the duty to jump in. Right. So that's how I process a lot of these situations. Right. Is it an even fight? If it's an even fight, let them fight it out. (laughs) But, but but if it's not, if it's not fair, I'm hopping in and I'm throwing some bows. If that makes (laughs) sense. right? Yeah. I love it. Oh, man. I think it's a
2: good point. A
3: valid point. Because for, years and years and years of Native Americans would, you know, we barely have a voice and certainly not a voice that anyone pays much attention to, you know, at all. And it's not the first time that has been brought up, but historically, even when it was brought up in the past, everybody just kind of shrugged it off and said, hey, you know, get over it. It was a long time ago, you know, it was always kind of met with that type of, you know, response. And so, yeah, I like what you said, Jason, the in, injustice or justice is something worth being unpopular for. Mm-hmm.
1: I heard a phrase a minute ago. I want to make sure all the listeners are on the same page with us. And this this idea of second order change. Can you describe second order change just a little bit more?
3: Okay and and Greg add to it if you would please but a uh, first order change is is really just what we might call or describe as a change in the symptom. It's the most simplistic or simplified view, you know, or organization around a problem and it is not that those symptoms are not important and should not be addressed. They absolutely should. But if you're just changing Symptoms, or if you're just working on symptoms and never getting to the root issue, the root issue remains, and the symptoms just continue to pop up and come back. It would be very much like if you were uh, if you were treating the symptoms of the flu and not flu, you could always deal with a headache or a fever you know or a cough or a runny nose individually as symptoms you might get those under control and then but they come back because you're never really treating the flu. So that's kind of an example of what first-order change is. Necessary, helpful, but it doesn't really get to the root issue. And second-order change is more about a change in process. It is something that would get to uh, or deal with a different organization around the root issue. And so for maybe an example of, uh, of what we're talking about here, some of the root issues that I believe are connected with racism are things like hate, things like shame, things like blame, the love of money, avoidance, avoidance of discomfort. Some of these ideas that tend to drive the way we interact and the way we respond and until we really get down to working on reorganizing around some of these root issues, I'm afraid that the symptom change or the first-order change is not going to make a big difference. But I certainly don't want anybody to hear me say that when I say that, I'm saying don't do it. I'm I'm happy for the first-order change, but we must push further. We must go deeper, dig deeper than than just you know changing the name if that if that rate. does that resonate with you guys is that
1: yeah, tell me if I'm tracking with you sure. right here, okay so whenever we're talking about first order change, right now we're talking about the changing the name redskin, right right but the underlying right. root issues you're saying are things like shame, blame, avoidance, fear, hate and so in the other context we've been talking about tell me if if i'm if I'm with you issues of like mm-hmm. defund the police. First order, second order, something else?
3: That is beginning, okay, that's beginning to touch on second order. Now, we're going to get sidetracked a little bit here because I, I don't know who in the world came up with the languaging <laughs> oh, of oh the no. fund <laughs> to actually, you know, to actually mean a, a change or, or a reappropriation of funding to get to some of these root issues. To be honest with you, I think the media probably came up with that word just to keep people fighting and to keep people polarized and in a state of misinformation, (laughs) but I digress.
2: (laughs) Coach, you you stole mine. I had a digression (laughs) I wanted to do first today.
3: Yeah, okay. So, yeah, but defunding the police is actually one of those ideas that's beginning to touch and move the direction of a change in process. You know, a first-order change would be an example of. Although I think it's appropriate, it needs to happen. But like pulling down a statue, and what I mean by this, and I want to make sure, because I, I agree, if it represents a more just society, and in public places, I think that's actually appropriate. But but just doing that is that advancing unity, or is it actually creating? more polarization so those would be examples of first order change not that they don't need to happen but that if that's all that happens i believe that we're we're not going to see much uh true overall change
2: coach is kind of like you know how you go to christian camps you know so these kids we send our kids off for a week to go to camp uh, not
1: this summer they th- get covid no, no they not this summer <laughs> not all not of this them summer. are
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh you know but we we send them out and they're so they're so excited and we're so excited and man and then on monday they get back on friday and then on monday the person that you were hanging out with last week and man we were singing song we were best friends we don't really talk anymore you know life we've hit true life again you know real life is happening I'm now in my world. You're back in your world. But for a week, we were we were together. We were all solid. I, I see a lot of this name changing sometimes like that. We're all together on it. And as soon as it happens, then everybody sp- splits and goes their own separate way. And we haven't really yeah. created any true change in our hearts and our relationships and the way in which we interact on a on a permanent level. It's just all. Very short lived, and so that's why I say that I use that word gestures. We we're, we're, we have to be real careful. We're we're this is a culture that's big on big gestures. We we go big, you know. We we want to do things big. These 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 wedding these engagements now are like like sagas, you know. Go big these, or go home. Go big or go home, and and every marriage has this. They got a hashtag now, you know. Everything's <laughs> big, man. But it's just like, you yeah. know, so was, but what are you going to do after the wedding ceremony? Have y'all thought about that? Have y'all really thought about the, the true relationship? Or are y'all just planning for this big, huge wedding? And then after that, it's all kind of downhill, you know? Mm-hmm. We have mm-hmm. to think about what is the true change that we are looking for. Yeah, yeah. so
0: there might be somebody out there listening right now that that just kind of Maybe doesn't see why changing names and removing monuments or statues makes any kind of sense, right? So I I, I got to go back to what Coach said. He said, uh, "Uh, in the army, you call them second and third order effects." So I just want to touch on that really, really quickly. My wife is a nurse practitioner, by the way, and what what she often tells me is, "Honestly, Jason, we shouldn't have so many doctors." and nurse practitioners, and hospitals, really, because if people took care of themselves the way they ought to take care of themselves, what? right, that what? would put a lot of... <laughs> I'm going to turn the volume up <laughs> right here. I'm going to make sure. <laughs> <That> would, <laughs> that, a lot of our health professionals wouldn't be doing what they're doing, right? So, So my wife mm-hmm. deals with it all the time. Doctors treat the symptoms, right? But their desire is a lifestyle change, right? That's what they want. So, and the way you conduct this lifestyle change, I know a lady at our church who was a hundred years old, right? She says, the only time I've been to the doctor is when I broke my leg or, 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 you know, this, that, or that. And I said, what's your secret? She said, I watch what I put in my body, what I ingest, what I put into my body, right? And I eat right. And I live right. And therefore I'm not as sick. Right? So, By taking some of these statues and or images away, what we're attempting to do is to say, we need to as a culture as a society we need to ingest something that is a little bit better for us as a whole right so what is your perception of this group of people right mm-hmm. i think the the scripture here you go this is the ah, chapter coming gentlemen. in yes. as a man thinks so he is right so whatever you're thinking Tends to manifest itself, right? So when you look at the Redskins symbol, what comes to mind, right? When you go to the supermarket and you see Aunt Jemima's uh, and Uncle Ben's rice, what what do you, what do you think, right? And a lot of people say, think it's going to taste good. I, I, right? That's what, <laughs> <laughs> right. A lot of people that looks good. <laughs> it tastes <looks> good, <laughs> right? And, and until yeah. until you get woke. There you go. And you realize what those images mean, then you go, oh, Miss Butterworth. <laughs> I, didn't know, I didn't know that's what it was about. Right. Yeah, yeah. So, so by removing all of that, we're trying to replace it with some good, positive imagery that we can all celebrate. Right. Absolutely. So, that's my thought. I
3: love the way you describe first order, second order change. It's really. Uh A change in a lifestyle would be a second-order change. That's a change in, in process. And something occurred to me right then when you were talking that you said we're trying to remove some of these symbols that represent, especially to our brothers and sisters, oppression and hate and injustice. Are we doing all of us a disservice when if all we do is remove Mm -hmm. shouldn't we be removing and replacing Mm -hmm. we need to put something in its place instead of just stopping short at removing either that or another way to think about it would be you know instead of tearing down uh, a statue maybe putting up another statue Mm -hmm. right beside it that maybe tells the complete story you know the whole history Mm -hmm. you know everything and again you know we're trying to really talk about first order and second order change but uh, uh, I love what you said there because we, we do need to remove these symbols that represent that kind of hurt and pain and disservice to our brothers and sisters but also I think we've we got to replace it what are we replacing it with Because if we don't replace it with something I'm afraid now we're increasing the polarization
1: well we have a problem so, with follow through Right, yeah. I mean, go back to the beginning of the year. COVID comes out, and everywhere, everywhere, people are saying, "Hey, we're all in this together. We're all going through the same thing. We're in it together." Now we're six months down the line, and we can't even get everybody to wear a mask. We're all fighting about wearing a mask. It's like we were all together right. six yeah. months ago, but <laughs> right now we are not together.
3: Yeah, you're. It's a great point. So we've it's got a. That's a grateful.
1: huge leap for us to get. I mean, I'm sitting here saying, okay, I hear you talking first order and second order. First order is important. That's what I'm hearing you say. But my question is, how do we get to second order? I mean, we're having a hard time leaving first order, you know, maybe, I mean, not that we leave first order, we do both, but how do we get to second order?
3: We stay with it. We don't stop short. We keep talking. We keep the dialogue going. We keep interactions going. Like Greg said, we keep the climate there that, that produces real relationship because when we are in real relationship, these things, it's, it almost, it takes care of itself. I mean, we become human beings to each other and with each other. And it's a much easier path you know, when we're in relationship.
2: I'm going to jump on something that you said, Coach, but and in, in you talked about the Redskins here. And we're talking about the, the changing of the name. We talked about the financial pressure that went on then. Well, sell a lot more jerseys. Now. Sell a lot more jerseys. <laughs> absolutely,
1: everybody's getting a new one for Christmas.
2: <laughs> and so, how much does money play a, a role in first order change only? What's the origin of the change is kind of what I'm asking. Is the origin just fall in the the financial aspect of it, or is the f- origin of of the change that we are making truly a heart change? Because we really want what is different than what is happening or what is going on or what is on that building or what is on that helmet or what is on that jersey. Are we opening up things here in the United States because we're being financially threatened? So I have to make this change right now, and I'm not going to follow through with the full process. We've mentioned process, Nick Saban process, the process, (laughs) you know. Just lost half of Alabama. Yeah, we did. We did. But that's just my thought. You know, we've talked a little bit about money before, and, and that is such a huge influence on the decisions that we make. I think it just, I think sometimes it inhibits us from making the second order change that we need to make to, for, for true change.
3: I think everything is almost related to this addiction and love of money myself included. I'm not excluded. I mean, I've got a mortgage, I've got a job, I got, you know, things I have to do that, that require, I mean, you get, you get caught in this system and that's what you serve. You know, I think it again, folding back. That's what makes it difficult to really change.
1: It's a pretty complicated issue, right? I mean, whenever we start talking about the financial influence on our decisions, pretty quickly, we have to also consider the very real impacts that those decisions have. I mean, in the absence of financial stability, um, we know that domestic violence goes up, child abuse goes up, anxiety and depression go up, and those are devastating. I mean, you're talking about potentially deadly collateral effects of ignoring the financial importance that our lives require.
0: That's the argument, right? And I think we have to hear it. So for me, the stress sometimes is a really, really good thing because then you're able to self-reflect and see what you really need to work on. So we know that in America in 2020, race is still a very, very big issue, right? The other thing that I was thinking right. about, and I'm going back and probably off topic a little bit, but I again, scripture. <laughs> you know, when, whenever, whenever like the children of Israel or even some of the kings of the Old Testament would go into a new land that they inhabited mm-hmm. the first thing that they would do is they would tear down the statues that gave devotion to other deities other things other than Jehovah <laughs> right Wouldn't have it, right. Right. Well, it you better right. get that get stuff out of here. here if yeah. it's not focused on this collective Mission, right? Right. And right now, I think as Americans, we're trying to define what are we collectively trying to celebrate here and what what do we need to collectively elevate? Is it unity? Is it X? Is it Y? Is it Z? What is it? Right? And and that's a a pretty big challenge that we're trying to figure out, I think,
1: so. Yeah, and people are going to have to keep listening to our podcast to figure all that stuff out. Yes, they
0: are. You don't have the answer right now, Jerry? (laughs) Well, I'm I'm just saying
1: we're working through it, right? (laughs) Because it's, uh, you know, whenever we start thinking, what are we trying to do as Americans? Is it unity? Is it acceptance? Is it assimilation? Right. Is it, uh, you know... We're trying Other to, words, I mean, the vocabulary is growing with right, all this right. stuff, right? And so, yeah. we're still trying to figure it out. We got to, we got to keep talking through it. But you'll get your answers on podcast dot com, <laughs> right? And that's uh, that's where you go for your info, right there. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> Jason, you said that was that we don't have all have a collective. Uh, what was the term you used? Just vision or Vi- mission? Like mission. What? That's sad. As sad we don't have a collective uh, mission as as a yeah, as a world yeah. not e- I mean, not yeah. even to get better so,
0: so important. We talk about it all the yeah. time in the army, right? Leaders yeah, are able to take a group of people with different ideology, different religions, different whatever and focus us on a collective, unified mission and and right now. I'm failing to see what that is for us. And yeah. so I hold leadership responsible a, a little bit, right? We got to do yeah. better. We have to do better. We all have to have some kind of personal responsibility to be invested into something that is greater than ourselves, right? We have to yeah. as Americans. Yeah. Yeah. What yeah. are we yeah. doing that is for the greater good of, 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 of the entire population, not just ourselves? So, so the answer is... How do you help people stop focusing on themselves so much all the time, right?
1: Well, I think you just did it right there, and it's called asking questions, right? But I know you guys have to go. I know we're out of time today. Jason and Greg, thanks so much for being with us again today. Clay, thanks for phoning it in. And even though you're gone today, we still have to let you have your walkout song, man. So here you go. Okay. All right.
3: All right, guys. Hey, great to talk to you guys. and miss you. I'll be back soon, Lord willing. Hey, everybody out there. Y'all... Uh, Be kind. Be kind and love
1: one another. There's your answer right there. You know, where Jason finished us off right there, I I think he had us right where we need to be. And that's with asking questions, having conversations that are filled with questions. Because, hey, let's be honest, what's out there right now in the media, what's out there right now on uh, all the social pages is a bunch of opinions. And to some extent, I think that's okay because we're not going to find the answers that we need on social media. We're going to find them in face-to-face interactions. We're going to find them in the relationships that we build, one conversation at a time. And I want to steal something from Clay right here because it's some of the best advice he's ever given me and I think I might as well just share it with you today. When you go into these conversations, Clay would say, put all of your energy into trying to understand. Don't put any of your energy into trying to be understood. Through the relationship, you will come to be understood, but your energy goes into understanding. That's gold. That is gold right there. We've got to spend our time trying to understand. There's a huge gap in our understanding of one another, but if we'll keep asking questions, if we'll keep talking, if we'll keep considering, we can get the momentum it takes to take these changes, like changes to names and changes to buildings, and we can turn them into real progress. And quite frankly, we're at a point where we should just flat refuse to live in a world that stops that momentum. Because in equality, we should only go forward. In justice, we should only go forward. In unity, we should only go forward. And if these changes, like changing the name Redskin, don't work, it will not be the fault of the principle. It will be the fault of the people. And it will not only be other races that need our apologies, We will be apologizing to our own children and our own grandchildren and our own great-grandchildren. So let's keep it moving. Keep learning. Keep talking. Keep building those relationships. I want to say a special thanks to our guests for this series, Dr. Greg Harris and Chaplain Jason Darden. Glad to have them again here today, and they will be with us again next time. They're awesome, and we love having them on the show. And if you like what you heard today... Make sure you subscribe so you'll know the minute our next episode drops. And please share us with your friends. We're on a mission for a more unified world, and we need your help getting the word out. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Instagram. You can find our shows on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, everywhere you get your podcasts, as well as on our website, InSessionPodcast.com. Thanks again for joining us today. We'll see you next time on In Session with Jared and Clay.